Welcome into Rise Radio, where we exist in the illogical, unrealistic, nonlinear world of manifestation. Here, we don't achieve through struggle, stress, or worry. We close the gap through alignment, belief, in spirit action, and through faith in the assumption that our desires and our dreams are already ours. We work with the laws instead of against them. And we make moves that collapse time and quantum leap us forward into the life we know we're here to live. Grab a tea and your notebook and get ready because you're about to embark on a journey that will last a lifetime. Welcome in. I'm your host, Jocelyn Dawn, creator of Rise Academy. I hope this episode lands for you. See you on the other side. Welcome back into Rise Radio. This is episode three. I am so grateful you're here. I'm so excited. I'm seriously obsessing over the feedback I've been receiving from you guys. Like, I love this. I've done podcasting a bit in the past, but nothing like this. This is just like, it just feels so good. So thank you. I'm so excited for what we're creating here on the podcast. Um, But also within Rise Academy, I just feel like really in flow. Okay, so at the time of this recording, we literally just got back from driving our truck from Mexico, the final piece of the trip from Canada. So if you missed the whole story of where we got the truck and the first part of the journey, go back and check out episode two because I shared all the details over there. Um... Overall, the drive was pretty cool. Like, there were definitely parts that were, um, I guess, like, a little not frustrating, but, like, just, I don't know. If you're in my world, you know what I mean when I say stretchy. <laughs> so, they were stretchy. Um, but overall, it was a pretty cool experience. So, as I shared, um, actually, I'm going to share the second part of the journey. So, I want to show you how powerful one simple decision can be and what happens when we stop putting off making the decision, okay? So as you heard on episode two, we drove our truck from Canada to Mexico. It was definitely, uh, there was definitely some, I like to call them like speed bumps, right? There was some speed bumps along the way. Um, In Mexico, we had a bit of a situation. I explained it over on episode two. Um, But we ended up making the decision to put the truck back into, or sorry, not back into, but into storage and fly back to Costa Rica to kind of like recalibrate, (laughs) recalibrate. Okay. I love that. I love that word. Recalibration is so, so beautiful. Okay. So we all got back to Costa Rica, got back into living life, um, doing the things except without our vehicle right? Because we had sold the Forerunner to go to Canada and then buy the, the truck, the Tacoma. And so that was a little interesting. There's definitely some times that were a bit frustrating because it's like, it's not that we don't have a car. We just didn't have our car here. So that like adds an extra, extra level of, err, you know? So here's the thing. We got stuck in thinking conditions needed to be right before we went to go get it, Right? So let me elaborate because this is such a common trap. Life is always, always happening around us. Always. Okay. 
It's so easy for us to not do something. We can tell ourselves all sorts of different stories, right? Like, I don't have the time. Uh, I don't have the money. Um, I'm not whatever enough. Like, it, we can tell ourselves a whole story, right? It's so easy for us to do that. But when we allow ourselves to believe that thing, that reason, we continue to do the same thing and continue to get the same results. Nothing changes, right? What's that quote? Nothing changes, nothing changes. There we go. So it's not until we take action, which most of the time is illogical, doesn't make sense, that we shift ourselves out of that cycle, right? So this is how we collapse time and achieve things that don't make sense. This is what we do over here in the rise, right? So this is what we did. We stopped waiting and we started taking action. Awareness is the first step. We, I was like, oh shit, like we're actually waiting. Like, what are we waiting for? Why are we waiting? You know? And so awareness is so, 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 so good. And once we had that awareness of like, oh my gosh, we've totally just been waiting. Stop waiting and start taking action. So again, the action that didn't really make sense per se, okay? So we recognize that by not going to get the truck, we were causing ourselves to exist in that kind of like limbo, that waiting, okay? So I'm sharing this with you so that you can ask yourself this same question, like, what am I waiting for? Am I waiting for the perfect conditions before I take action? It's so, so powerful. So we decided we were going to go get the truck. So what happened after we decided? Everything, everything happened. Everything started happening at light speed to make it happen for us. Okay, so Andy's mom was meant to come and stay with my two older kids. She confirmed and then later needed to cancel. Something came up. So first speed bump, right? Instead of taking that as a, oh, well, maybe it's a sign we shouldn't go. We didn't. We knew we were going. We'd already made the decision. So instead, we said, what other options do we have? When we have this awareness, we move out of lack and limitation and this kind of like reaction mode and into the world of possibility. I love living in that space. I love existing in the world of possibilities. Okay. I then was like, well, I'll just ask my mom, right? So, hey, mom, you want to come be with the kids for a bit while we go and get the truck? And she's like, yeah, sure. Books the plane ticket the next day. Awesome. The money that we thought was holding us back from going to get the truck shows up the next day. Everything happens perfectly. It's really easy for us to get involved with the stress or worry of things not working out. Do you do that? Yes, of course we do. We're humans. This is human nature. It's something that we've learned along the way, right? That life is just stressful. Like things are hard. Money is hard to make. Like it, it, it's the result of a lot of hard work. It doesn't have to be that. That doesn't have to be our reality, okay? So we drove our other car. We have like a BMW older one. <laughs> not my ideal car. Uh, it's like one of Andy's work cars, it's not ideal by any means, but we drove it to the city and flew out the next morning. Okay, like things happen freaking fast when we decide. We went from wandering, wondering, 
when we would be able to get the car from Mexico to actually flying to Mexico to get the car in less than five days. Okay, so (laughs) this is the power of being decided. This is huge. Okay, it's having faith in the unknown. It's existing in the assumption that everything is working out exactly as it's meant to. This is manifestation. This is what I teach here. So we flew to Mexico. We arrived before 5 p.m., took an Uber to the storage space where the truck was stored. They had it all nice and washed, ready to go. We literally just got in and drove it right to our hotel uh, where, I must add, the room number, our room number was 111. Of course it was. I always say, (laughs) of course it was. Numbers in sequence are commonly called angel numbers. I don't call them that really. I just see them as a confirmation that I am exactly where I need to be. So we arrived there, 111, thank you very much. And he changed the oil that night, that night in a car. And we were on our way the next morning, driving back from Costa Rica to Mexico City. Or sorry, to Costa Rica from Mexico City. I think I said that right. So it's easy to look at a trip that is over 8,000 kilometers, like all up from Canada to Costa Rica. It's easy to look at a trip that big and to think like, holy shit, that's massive. That's hard. Like to create all the stories about it. Right. But we chose to see it as an opportunity, as an adventure. So the first day we drove about that seven hours, we got right on the road and then stopped for the night. Next morning, we continued on. Mexico is massive, like very, very, very big. It's actually way longer than the U.S., like is long. So it's fairly long. Um, that second day of driving, we made it nearly to the border of Guatemala, relatively uneventful, lots of check stops along the way on the roads. And then other than that, all totally good. Um, this is a funny side story though. We got a new tire for the truck this day. So listen to this. Andy's like a manifesting machine. He's so good at this. Seriously. He's so good. So when Andy was driving during part one, which if you listen to episode two, you already know this story. Um, one of the tires popped because he was trying to get to Mexico city, uh, from Hermosillo, which is over a 24 hour drive. And he was trying to get there in two days. And, It's like 40, almost 40 degrees and the pavement's like scorching, scorching hot. It's like, it's insane. So anyway, one of the tires popped in the truck and uh, he kept getting stopped by the police as well when he was there. So kind of long story short, you can listen to episode two. Um, He kept getting fined every time he'd get stopped or like risking the truck getting taken away because my name is on the papers of the car. So that was interesting, but it also affected his energy and like his own, um, everything happening in his world. Right. So that's also something to note. And then the tire pops, he's kind of like, holy crap, kind of in a little bit of an overwhelming situation. Right. Which I assume he was probably existing and living in that third dimension, right? And in that experience a lot, right? So energy is everything, right? For sure. Um, when, when we were traveling together, like the vibe was totally different. Our energy was totally different. Uh, we didn't get stopped once. <laughs> okay. So it's, I mean, it's to- your energy is so, so loud. Energy speaks so much louder than any words ever could. So anyway, we needed to get a new tire because we didn't want to keep running our spare, even though it was totally fine tire. So Andy said, he said to me, watch this, I'm going to find the exact same tire that we have. 
And of course, it's easy to say, yeah, right. Like who the hell sells like one tire? And this specific tire we have is like a special mud road tire with certain tread pattern. Like it's not common, especially not in like rural Mexico. <laughs> like not at all. Okay. So guess what happened? Guess what happened? Finds a freaking tire. The same tire. One tire. Like, and I'm like, who sells one tire? Like, that's nuts. But he found the exact same tire, same tread, same size, everything the same. In the middle of a small town in southern Mexico. I was like, what the what the hell just happened? Like totally. I was like, of course, of course he did. Anyway, the power of awareness, right? The power of of manifestation. So anyway, we continue driving across the border into Guatemala on the third day. Um, This is about the time we got a little tired of sitting in the car. So we stopped that night, shorter day a little bit, stopped about two hours from the border of El Salvador for the night, found some food, stayed at a hotel. There was parrots there. And of course, surprise, surprise, what room number did we have? (laughs) One, one, one again. Yes. Again, I'm like, alrighty. Thank you very much. Um, the next morning we got on the road early, way to El Salvador and at the border of El Salvador and Guatemala, Andy misplaces the papers of the car. (laughs) Just the perfect opportunity to react and freak out, right? Totally. So like he, he did for a moment, right? It was like, you know, but then I was like, who the hell steals papers of a car? Like you, there's no value other than the people that have the car, right? So it was an opportunity to kind of like retrace some steps. It was one of those experiences, you know, when you're like talking to someone and he was talking to the inspector of the car and at the same time holding the papers, he put them in the back of the car. <laughs> like it was a mess. Anyway, it was a cool opportunity to just like, again, remind him of like, like not reacting to the situation and instead thinking a little bit like thinking is the thing like thinking (laughs) okay so anywho we found them it was actually kind of funny um and we passed through El Salvador that same day super small country it's absolutely gorgeous um El Salvador is completely transformed I will say because I was traveling there backpacking probably like gosh I want to say like almost 15 years ago and it has completely transformed. Like their president they have currently has changed the entire country. Like everything is under construction. Everything is rebuilt. Everything is like new roads, everything. Um, so safe. Like it's anyway, such a beautiful country. I think El Salvador tends to have a bad rep because of its dark past. Like it had a heavy, 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 like narco trafficking scene and like curfew for the entire country. Like if you're out past dark, like you get shot on the street, like it's so bad. It's not like that anymore at all. So if you have a chance to visit El Salvador, I'd highly recommend for sure. Anyway, we continue driving to the border of Honduras and Honduras, if you look at the shape on a map, like there's only a tiny little piece of it that connects with El Salvador and Nicaragua. Like it's so silly, kind of silly to have to like pass that little sliver. Uh, Anyway, it's still to pass. Like border crossings are exhausting. (laughs) They are. Like I'm just going to say that straight up. They're exhausting. They're a lot of work and it can take anywhere from like, you know, two to four hours to pass a border crossing. And when you're crossing three in a day, it's like 
it's most of the day is at the borders. Anyway, we went to go cross into Honduras and we exited El Salvador. All good. We're already like in that limbo line of like not quite in El Salvador, not quite in Honduras. And we discover that Andy is missing a document that is required of all Costa Rican citizens. Okay, so this happened about three months ago when Andy was in Mexico with the car. Uh, Guatemala was having some political issues um, and there was some some like roadblocks and like just political stuff going on. And so when Andy was there in, in Mexico and then that was the first kind of literal roadblock, he couldn't get into Guatemala. And then at that point in time, actually, Honduras had also... Um, brought in this new rule for Costa Rican citizens that they needed to have a visa, like a prearranged visa, to in order to enter into Honduras. <laughs> so that was another reason why we were like, you know what, it's not flowing. We're just going to pay attention to these like actual roadblocks and choose accordingly. And so that is one other reason why we chose to put the truck into storage in Mexico and kind of recalibrate back here in Costa Rica and kind of just like wait until it was in flow. Okay, so now here we are again at the border of Honduras and that rule, that visa rule was lifted, but they still had one piece of it in place. And that was that all Costa Rican citizens needed to have a criminal record check paper form with them, right? So I don't know if it actually needed to be paper form. There could have been like an electronic version, but anyway, Andy didn't have it. Um, Of course, again, an opportunity to freak out and react to the situation and say oh shit well we're stuck here or like we don't even you know that whole thing start making up a story but because we have the awareness that we do and this material that I teach is to kind of step back and see it for what it is an opportunity to pivot it's an opportunity to ask the questions it's an opportunity to exist in the world of possibilities okay so instead of seeing it as like this roadblock it's just a speed bump along the way So we looked at our options with that understanding and belief that it's working out in our favor. Everything's happening for us. The world is not against us. Everything is happening in the perfect timing for us. We moved on in that energy, okay? So most of the internet, according to our research, was telling us that Andy needed to go in person to the embassy in San Jose to get the paper he needed. That wasn't really the ideal situation. So we chose not to believe it. We chose that there was another way. We chose to believe that there was another way that existed. So when we exist in this energy, the solution comes. Okay, usually it comes through an idea. So it can come directly through yourself as an idea or somebody else around you, or sometimes it's like delivered through another person. But when we exist in the energy of there's a possibility, it's working out for us, we get kind of curious and we open ourselves up to this idea coming through okay so we're sitting there kind of just thinking you know not figuring anything out but we're just open to ideas and this friend of ours comes to Andy's head like pops in as an idea she's a lawyer and right away Andy's like hey what about this person and so he gets on the phone with her Surprise, surprise, she was able to help us out. And the next morning, we had the paper in our hands. We legally crossed into Honduras together as a family. (laughs) There was a moment where I was like, well, 
you know, one option is for you to go back and fly over Honduras and meet us in Nicaragua and Hazzy and I just take the truck through. But I was like, that's not ideal either. There's got to be a better way. There's got to be something better. So it was interesting, right? There was also an opportunity for us to pay some like sketchy guys at the border and they would let us pass. And then, yeah, it was just, I was like, this doesn't feel good. So we're not going to go with that one either, right? So when we exist in the world of possibilities, we can find multiple different solutions, potential solutions, right? And then we get to choose. That's really cool. I love that. So we left Honduras that same day into Nicaragua. We passed Honduras in like, I think it's like less than two hours. Honestly, we were at the border crossings way longer, way longer than we were actually in the country. So we drove to our friend's house. Her name's Lynette. Hi, Lynette. Um, she's Canadian, married to a Nicaraguan man. Uh, we, it was so lovely. They welcomed us. It was like, it was so, so beautiful, especially after being on the road for like, what are we now? Like five or six days. (laughs) Um, yeah, it was, it was absolutely beautiful. Welcomed us with this amazing meal and just like the whole family was there. It's such a beautiful atmosphere. So Lynette, I've been working with Lynette for a little bit. We've actually known each other for... I think it's over a year now, probably way over a year. But anyway, um, a few months ago, she shared with me that she had a desire to build a tiny home in Nicaragua. So it was just a desire, you know, a dream, a a thought, an idea, but she didn't know how, right? She didn't know how it was a dream. Okay. But then it came down to this dream kind of building into this burning desire, Okay, there's some variables and especially the cold winters in like Canada do not help. They definitely help you to originate ideas and get creative and like want to take action. So I do think like that is one piece of it, like for sure. Um, But she decided that it was happening. She's like, I'm going to start to to put some energy into this, into this dream and desire and get curious and open up to the possibilities, right? And so the moment she started to open up and decide, everything happened. Everything started happening, okay? So I've been following her journey. It's really cool. I love, love, love seeing people's manifestations come to life. So she could have kept telling herself that it's not possible, right? Or the budget doesn't allow or X, Y, Z, but she chose to take action anyway, So working with her financial advisor, they made it happen, right? So cool. One idea, one step, one action leads to the next, okay? When we look at something like a whole picture and try to figure it out and try to plan it all out and we really try to control the whole process, we're really, what we're doing there is standing in our own way, okay? So when we look at it as one step at a time, like a piece to a puzzle, and we understand that one puzzle piece comes at a time and it leads to the next one, I like to call this the bridge of incidents. It's like it's all unfolding in the perfect timing. It takes the pressure off, the stress off, and everything legit happens exactly as it's meant to. Okay, so although there were probably what some would call roadblocks along the way, she chose to see them as speed bumps. And to continue on like we have, like I've been sharing in this whole episode, right? So I got to go see her tiny home in real life, which actually isn't, isn't like that tiny, tiny. It's actually transformed into quite the home. 
Um, it's absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. And I love, I love what they're doing there. So everything happened. It's continuing to unfold for them. It's so beautiful to see things like, I hope you're starting to see the power of being decided here, right? The decision is the only thing we have control over. So after we decide, everything happens for us, but we must continue to stay in that assumption. So after leaving Lynette's house, we took a little side trip to go to see the colonial city on the lake Granada for lunch, and we continued on to Costa Rica. So we arrived at the border of Costa Rica and Nicaragua, and it was pretty straightforward crossing. But here we are with another speed bump. Uh, Costa Rica has this funny rule, which is that Costa Rican citizens cannot drive a car that has foreign plates. Our truck has Canadian plates on it still. So that was interesting. Another opportunity to exist in the world of possibilities, (laughs) right? So Andy's work involves a lot of driving. So it's really necessary for him to be able to use the car. So again, instead of thinking like, oh shit, this doesn't work and the money for the truck to import the truck is not here and it's so expensive and blah, 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 like making a whole story about it, we took this to mean that we needed to shift our timeline a little bit and that we were going to import the truck sooner than we initially thought we were going to. Totally fine. No problems, right? So it's so easy for us to make up the stories of how hard something's going to be or try to own the timeline, right? Try to like figure it out and control the whole thing. It's really easy for us to do that, right? But the magic happens when we take action anyway. Like I said, this whole time with the belief that it's working out perfectly for us. So of course, we get through the border. I'm like driving the truck Andy contacts a couple friends to find out some details on importing the truck and the costs. And a few minutes later, the process has already started to import the truck. A few minutes after that, the money to import the truck comes. Bam, right? It's incredible what happens when we exist in the possibility versus trying to figure it out. If you haven't noticed, I talk about this a lot in my world. Okay, so this was, at the time of this recording, this was last night. We got home last night around 10, 30, 11 p.m. Being back home today, I had our last session, the group session with the Default to Design program I just finished teaching live. It was absolutely incredible. Um, it feels like a weight has shifted being here with the truck. Like, it still feels a little bit surreal looking at it. <laughs> It's like bringing like a new child or like a like a child to the world and introducing it to a whole different world or like an animal to a different country, you know, even like a person, I guess. But it honestly, it feels like we were looking at um, almost like a mirage of a mountain that we had built up this idea, this story that it was so high and hard and so big Like it was a big thing that needed to happen and we continued to look at it like that and we we continued to exist in that assumption of like kind of putting it off because we were like it's going to be hard. It's like a big endeavor, you know, but then we shifted 
we shifted the perspective and we decided to take action. And we discovered through that, that it actually wasn't a mountain at all. It was just a mirage, right? It was just like an idea that we had created that it was going to be this hard feat, right? So I want to remind you that you have the power to decide on anything. There are no limits as to what you can create. You are a human being with an incredible intellectual mind. You're not your body. You're a spiritual being that has absolutely no limits. These limits that you perceive, you have learned them along the way through your human experience in this lifetime. Okay. You can shift them. You can choose to no longer believe them. It's as simple as that. So I hope this was exciting for you. I hope that it was interesting. I really, really am here to encourage you to take, take action, take action. It's, it's honestly so liberating. Once you do everything, everything, everything is working out in your favor. Okay. So if you feel called to explore these concepts that I share here, this way of living, I hope you understand that like I am so transparent here. I'm, I'm showing you what living manifestation looks like, right? Like what living this experience, this material, um, and existing in this way looks like and how I am human myself. And I am very much still and will always be expanding my own awareness, my own growth and all of this. Okay. So I am deep in it with you. And I hope that through me sharing my own personal life experiences with you, that you can relate to it and that you can see yourself in these stories and in this material that I teach because um, I think it's really powerful. Okay, so come hang out with me on social media if you don't already at the Jocelyn Dawn, especially on Instagram and my stories. Um, I teach monthly events like workshops masterclasses, programs, courses, all sorts of beautiful offerings surrounding these, this material, these topics. And I just, I just absolutely love it. Okay. So I, I, I have a free live experience coming this week. If you're listening to this uh, at the, what are we, the third week of January, 2024? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> Uh, but you're more than welcome to come and join us. DM me on Instagram, the word innovation, because that's the topic. That is the title of the event. It's going to be a very powerful, powerful experience and has the, definitely has the potential to shift your own personal experience. Okay. So again, thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'm so grateful that you're here. I can't wait to welcome you into the Rise community. I truly strongly believe that together we rise. Okay, see you on the next episode. And that concludes this episode of Rise Radio. I hope you found immense value in this material and I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Before you go, remember to rate and review Rise Radio if you found it helpful. Share it with a friend. Together we rise. See you next time with so much gratitude and excitement for what we are creating, Jocelyn.